Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram, also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles Podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about Soap Studios 112 Action Figure Series. They have ushered in a new character, and that is the Reverse Flash, the mysterious villain from the first few seasons of the CW drama The Flash, and... We know that he is Dr. Harrison Wells, as portrayed by Tom Cavanaugh, a physicist who is the owner of Star Labs, who helps and encourages Barry in trying to get faster in order to siphon that speed with a tachyon device. And his true identity is unveiled at the end of the season. And if you want to get your hands on this beautiful collectible figure that stands approximately 16 and a half centimeters, then you definitely need to go check out Soap Studios' website or go check out Sideshow Collectibles in order to pre-order it. Uh, What you get when you order this figure and when you get them, you will get three sculpted heads. You'll get a Dr. Wells unmasked head. You'll get a masked head uh, with just regular eyes, and you'll get a masked head with glowing, light-up-looking effect eyes. You will also get a tachyon device that goes over his chest, and it is, it is highly detailed. It looks fantastic. I have it. I'm looking at it right now. He comes with five hands, two relaxed hands, two straight hands, and a hand that looks like he's uh, in the three-point stance about to start a race. He comes with a mask that you could just um, put in and look like he's hanging, like he just took it off on his unmasked head. Or you could have it so he's holding it in his hand. He comes with four lightning effects so that you could have him running each one is sculpted differently you don't get the same it's everyone is unique you also get a figure display stand and you also just get the satisfaction of knowing that this figure is extremely detailed it looks like it jumped right off the screen if you want to see more pictures of it you could head over to my instagram at batman figs i have a lot of pictures up of it i absolutely love this figure it is my favorite figure so far from their line you should check out their other figures. They have Bruce Wayne and Ra's al Ghul. They have Green Arrow from the TV show. They have Flash from the show. And yeah, they're just continuing to get better. They have Two-Face coming up soon, along with other figures from the Batman Dark Knight. So check them out. They're a company that is continuing to grow in popularity and only get better. So jump on the train now. Check them out. Soap Studios today. You can pre-order from Sideshow uh, Collectibles online. Go check them out. Scott. Tyler. I have a big issue, my friend. Do, do tell, do tell. The, I like to take a lot of toy picks, and sometimes I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time to build sets, or I just don't have the money to build sets. And I saw that you've been messing around with extreme sets, and I want to know your honest opinion. What do you think of these things? I think extreme sets is an answer to it's an answer to convenience it's an answer to being compact and it's an answer to taking great photos I absolutely love the details that extreme sets have and they're so simple to use and incredibly versatile you can make so many different things with them and you can even combine sets to make some whole the world of, of different possibilities. So extreme sets for me is a massive thumbs up. 
and when you you take it out it's pretty flat but you could like you pop it up and basically it's like a cardboard prop up set absolutely yeah so you can connect um any of the walls together to make many different possibilities and you've got all the different floor patterns that you can use, make different rooms. You can make it look like there's a, a door leading into a room. So extreme sets for me are, are unrivaled. In- well, with my lighting situation and stuff, I'm worried about, you know, glare and lights bouncing off of something that, you know, might be printed off. And it looks like they're printed. Is there any trouble with that? Or is it is it matte? What is it, what is it like? Well, fear not, because it is matte. You can bounce lights off any yes. to, to to make it illuminate. And I personally, I, I use some nice bright, almost LED type lights, and and they hit that surface, and it does nothing but illuminate all the details of it. So it's it's absolutely perfect. Well, I know that once I buy it, I'm definitely saying that the reason I got it is because of you, but because. <laughs> definitely knowing that you like it and it's working for you and seeing your pictures and how they turn out. I oh, think that it's finally something I'm going to take a, take a dive into. Well, all I know is once you get one, you're going to want about 20. So, <laughs> Well, luckily you can combine them. <laughs> exactly. Yes. They have so many great offers on them. The, um, so you recommend extreme sets? 100%. Yeah, absolutely. I, I recommend extreme sets. And um, once you buy one, like I say, you'll be buying multiples of them and that leads us on nicely to their discounts. They offer some fantastic deals. A lot of time they do um, two for the price of three. You get a discount of 20% if you spend over $100 and you're signed up to their mailing service. So absolutely go for it. Extreme sets are what, certainly, certainly the best in, in pop-up dioramas. And you could use a lot of our guest codes to get deals as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I got to thank Jesse, um, who's at Neronian, for using his discount code, which is Nero, um, N E R O. So yeah, fantastic, and that gets you ten percent discount on your first purchase. Well, you heard it here, folks, at DC Figures and Collectibles. That Scott himself from At the Bat Fan, he's not only tested these out, he loves them. He recommends them. I'm buying one. He got me to do that. Our guest today, our guest from last week as well, Lewis, got me is already got me to buy the Mezco Catwoman. So maybe I should stop talking to people. But <laughs> definitely, definitely getting an extreme sets. So hope you guys enjoy it. Test it out. If you do, let us know. Let Scott know. Tag us and picks. Tag extreme sets. And yeah, enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to DC Figures and Collectibles. As of this recording, it is January 17th, 2019, and I am joined by my co-host, all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England. Say hello. Hello, my name is Scott. Hello, Tyler. And hello. hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Scott, how can the people follow you if they don't know how to follow you or they aren't already? Uh, oh, yes, of course. That was a really very smooth intro, wasn't it? 
Um, I'm from at the dot bat fan on Instagram. Yes, and if you would like to follow me, I am at Batman Figs on Instagram. That is F I G S, as well as Batman T A S Figs on YouTube, where you can see toy reviews as well as tips on how to build dioramas. And uh, yeah, we have a big show for you. Today we had a great last episode where I'm sure Scott, we we were uh, that was a dream come true to say the least. Yeah, that that last episode was more like three friends catching up than anything else. Yeah, I know it's a little over dramatic to say dream come true, but that was an absolute blast. And without mm. toys and this hobby, something like that never would have happened. Yeah, no, it really was, you know, and, and fantastic to finally speak to Lewis and yeah, long time overdue and it was it was great. Absolutely brilliant. Absolute blast. And from um the messages I've received and from the reviews, it sounds like you guys definitely enjoyed it. Also just based on the amount of listens it already has, it is uh the fastest to reach uh, sixty plays yet and it's continuing to climb. So that's really exciting and I'm really happy that you guys are continuing to enjoy the show. Hopefully we continue to bring the heat as we have a very special guest today, Scott, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Very special indeed. Yes, and his name is Brian Volk Weiss. I hope I said his last name right. And he is the man behind the toys that made us. It is a Netflix show that is currently in its working on its third season. And is it a it is a documentary style uh, show about toys, and they go episodically by I would say brand or toy. They go the first one is about Lego, then they and they go deep into the history how it how it first started, who created it, how it evolved into what it is today, and they do that with each episode, and they continue with like um, GI Joe, Barbie, Star Wars. And the one interesting thing that I, I'm definitely going to ask is when are we going to get a DC slash Batman episode? Uh, yeah, that has to happen at some point. It really oh, it has to. It's a fantastic show, though, I've got to say. that The Star Wars one in particular, I really enjoyed. Isn't it interesting? It, it really is, honestly. They, they managed to keep it fun, and it's not, it's, it, it's, it isn't boring. And that's what I love most about it because they, it'd be very easy to make something like that boring, but they keep it really fun. And like I say, the Star Wars one, fantastic. The, the whole story behind it, much deeper than just toys. It's great. Yeah, and hearing how like the, the creators and the sculptors were panicking and using other toys and just putting <laughs> Bond, putting Bondo on top of it. It's crazy, isn't it? It makes you wonder like, what else happens behind the scenes at toy companies and. Honestly, it's amazing yeah. to, to like, all these amazing Kenner Batman figures wouldn't have happened without the the origins of the Star Wars figures. So, go check it out. It's fantastic. Yes, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, do what Scott said and check it out. It's definitely entertaining. And this guy, Brian Volkweiss, he's also not just a, you know, he doesn't just, this isn't his only project. He's done movies. He's helped uh, stand-ups produce their specials, such as like Bill Burr. And, you know, he is a, he's up there. So this is a big honor. It's going to be extremely fun to pick his brain about this show. And I hope you guys will enjoy it. But we won't get too much into that. We'll leave that for, you know, the special guest portion. 
So, uh, Scott, before we get into new to- toy news and what's going on, let's see how you're doing. How are you feeling? How are the, sh- the toy shots going? How is the weekend theme? And then, yeah, any new toys that you got? Um, okay, well, yeah, the weekend theme um, last weekend was, was great fun with the Trinity theme that we mentioned in the last episode. <clears throat> and our up-and-coming theme is a Ben Affleck theme, which is going to be real good fun. And actually in a strange position where I've got too many photos ready <laughs> because of the um, recent arrival of the Mezco Tactical Batman. Oh. It was a very, very nice figure. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, he's, he is fantastic. And I know Lewis, who's at the back collector that, do the weekend themes with has got him as well so we're both going to be debuting him on the weekend theme so that's going to be good fun but, you guys um, are patient I do very patient I, I remember you saying a couple of days ago that it, <laughs> we're very very patient to not just spam loads of shots on him but oh I would have three up already <laughs> <laughs> oh but no it's um, Truly a fantastic figure, and I think it's probably their best Batman figure they've made so far. I think. Well, that's good to know because if that's do that's a good figure, then that means that the next one coming out, which a lot of people are looking forward to, should be just as good. Oh yeah, that, honestly, that um, Sovereign, the Sovereign Knight looks special. Yeah, so you got that figure, and that one's that one's beautiful. That's a. Are you going to go in depth a little bit on that one? Um, yeah, well, in terms that... of um, the figure, it's it's virtually identical to the BVS one in terms of the um, in terms of the bat suit with the addition of the armor. That that is literally the entire figure. So, the, like articulation wise, it isn't limited in any way. You can still pose him in pretty much any position. The chest piece doesn't prevent the um, chest from moving so and then the arms are a really good articulation as well legs good articulation because the the top of the armor bends with the hips so you can move that as well oh wow it's built into move of it just really clever and very um very good from mezco it's got great ankle pivots and the head sculpt is fantastic it, it really is that they've captured that cowl so well and they came with two heads? Came with, yeah, came with two heads. He's got like um, a standard face and then a, a gritted teeth face, both of which look very good. I'm not sure wow. which one I prefer. They, they, I usually prefer the standard face, but the gritted teeth one looks really good. The details, details great. And also the Parademon raffle that he comes with, it's got so much detail on it. It really is a, a great accessory. So it's a little better than the Mattel one that came with the Parademon? Yeah, and it's got white, very similar, but it, it's got a hell of a lot better paint. So, um, and it's a, a lot more accurate. Nice. I don't want to be too sly on Mattel because they've been so good lately. But no, it, I know. I'm just messing around. <laughs> I'm just saying because if you spend that much money on a Mezco, you're going to hope that it's a little bit better than a Mattel one. Oh, yeah, this is true. But uh, no, the the Batman is fantastic. So yeah, big thumbs up. Nice. Where Mezco have lately been struggling, I feel like, but that Batman is just fantastic. He, he is perfect. But um, 
aside from that, it's just the usual animated and Arkham stuff to come and hopefully trying to do some new ideas, which, um, yeah, hope people enjoy. So, um, and then finally, in terms of new figures, um, I picked up the Arkham Asylum Croc. Ooh. And also the Arkham City Deadshot figure recently. So they're, they're the two new buys. And they're on their ways. Um, I've actually re- received Croc probably about three, oh. four days ago, and I got de- Deadshot today. Both fantastic. Nice. Actually, surprised how good Deadshot is because I, I wasn't sure if I should get the Origins version or the City version first. And now I've got them both. I, I kind of prefer the Arkham City version, even though I prefer the... Is that the one with the puffy jacket? The, yeah, the Origins one is the one with the puffy jacket. And I actually really okay. liked him. I, I preferred his design, but then figure-wise, I, I, I really do like the um, Arkham City version. I think he translates to figure form slightly better. I don't know why. But yeah, both pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it for me, really. Oh, and lots of extreme sets pictures to come as well. Hopefully, yeah. too many. Also, want to say a big thank you. Yeah, I, I do want to say a big thank you to extreme sets as well. I know they shared a, they shared a couple of your pictures and they shared one of mine. So that's pretty nice that they have seen it. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to get into what I think about them because yeah, I actually have a, I actually got a decent amount of new stuff to go over. Oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing about those extreme sets. They're phenomenal. No, I'm really excited to talk about my Mezco Catwoman. Oh, I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> if you haven't if you haven't seen Tyler's story, then you're gonna want to stick around for that. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You've seen people's reactions to that. Um, yeah. So. My, I got a couple new figures this week, and one of them, the one I'm gonna start off with some good stuff, some good stuff. <laughs> so, the one that I was extremely happy with that I got, I believe, on Sunday, maybe Monday, but yeah, I went to a, the mall down in Valencia and I found a GameStop and I was looking around and they had a Total Heroes from Mattel Black Manta. And it looked perfect because I just ordered all the the rest of the Justice League wave with uh, from the DC Universe app. So I got Aquaman, Green Lantern, Hot Girl, and Martian Manhunter. And this black man that looks like it fit in perfect with to fight against Aquaman. So I had to get him. Hmm. Because who knows if we'll ever get bad guys from DC Collectibles. Oh, it's a dream. And that, yeah, and not only that, but this was in pristine condition, and it was out like it was a brand new release figure. I was like, "How did, did they just have this in the back the whole time, waiting <laughs> for the day?" Yeah, because that, that line is, is quite a few years old now, isn't it? Yeah, well, as far as I know, it's at least as far as I know, it's been done since I've been collecting. That's been four or five years now, so it's pretty mm. at least that old. But. I had to get it because it came with two head sculpts, one with like an angry scarred face that looked like Aquaman dragged his triton along his face. Comes with a, a helmet that you could wear in a, a, a variety of different ways and display. Came with four weapons, two tridents. It's just a, 
it's just a really cool figure. And yeah, just because we, who knows how many more DC collectibles figures we're going to get in the animated line. I think that if you look up some of the total hero stuff that it definitely will uh, fit in with that line and help satisfy that hunger for more. I mean, you have a few, right, Scott? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, um, I've got also the Batman Beyond one, which I know you've got. And I actually brought it because of you, because it just looks so good. Um, yeah. And that Terry and Bruce head sculpts you, you get with them are just fantastic. Yeah, what, is, what other ones do you have? Um, so the other one I've got is the Green Lantern Total Heroes Ultra one. I've got to say that as a spectacular figure. And I, I use the accessories that it comes with, with the brand new DC Collectibles um, GL from the Animate series. And it fits in perfectly with it. Not the like scale wise, the figures are the exact same, so all the accessories are interchangeable with um the justly animated Green Lantern. So yeah, it's got like a big extending green arm that you can put like a fist on the end of, or like um I don't know how you describe it, like the end of a grapple gun, mm-hmm. a big version of that. And also like a um a spinning disc you can put on the end of it as well. I haven't taken a picture of that yet, so I have to do that. But because that's a pretty cool accessory. But um, that green yeah, light so, acts fantastic. Yeah, and if you there's also I've seen there's a Sinestro, so that you could have a if you have the Green Lantern and you're looking for a bad guy because you know DC Collectibles hasn't made him, you could get a Sinestro. I mean that totals hero line. That's pretty. That's coming up big now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you have the the Batman one where the Batman Beyond one where it has the two head sculpts plus a a regular Batman Beyond uh, masked head as well as an unmasked uh, accessory. It just allows for a ton of options, ton of photos, and also it allows for a hole to be filled in that line where if you have all the Batmans going from you know BTAS all the way to Justice League. You could have that one missing where that time frame where Batman was actually wearing the Batman Beyond suit just before he quit. It's like it fits in perfectly. And also when you put the Terry head sculpt on, it just looks like the epilogue version of Terry. Touche. It's just fantastic. So if you guys are looking for more and hungry for more animated figures, definitely look and check out the Mattel Total Heroes line. And if you see them in the wild, and they're like what I found at like 15 bucks and definitely snap it up because the aftermarket price, a lot of them are in the 40 to 50 range. Yeah. That's a fantastic find. Yeah. I, at first I was thinking, Oh, do I need it? Then I was like, well, if I buy it, it's only going to make me buy the Aquaman figure. And then I was like, well, I'm going to buy it anyway. So I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> For that money, you can't go wrong. It's just a great price and a very, very nice looking figure. I like the picture that you took on I think it's my favorite Black Manta figure now. That is some that is some going as well because that Mattel one's amazing, the multiverse one. Yeah, but I just you know I love the Bruce Tim look. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But yeah, so that's one figure I got, and then just today I got some good. This is another tip for those of you that are out looking and hunting. I would say if you're out looking and hunting right now. Uh, make sure you scan or you have someone scan the box regardless of what the price is because I went to Walmart today. I saw a Wonder Girl DC Multiverse and a Dark Knight Returns Wonder Woman. 
and it said on sale for 15 bucks. I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy both of them. That'll be 30. That's not bad. Then once I get up there and they scan it, it's only nine bucks each. So it turned into $18. Not and the same, the same kind of thing like we talked about in previous episodes have been happening at Target. So whatever the price says on the box, make sure you scan it. You get the price checked. Uh, because there's a good chance that it might be on sale. They're trying to get rid of a lot of last year's stuff before they put in all the new stuff now. I still can't believe you got that Jessica Cruz Green Lantern. Five bucks. Yeah, Yeah, and I've I've been going every day. Every day I've been looking and hunting right now. (laughs) It's just crazy. Actually, she is a character that I'd like to talk about a little bit later, definitely. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's do it later, yeah. You'll have to give me the high sign when we do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, so I got those two. And then I also wanted to let you know I have a Mezco dark side on the way. Oh, brilliant. And I want to give a huge shout out and a huge, uh, you know, go follow to at one, the number one stop toy shop on Instagram. Again, that is at One Stop Toy Shop. If you are in the United States and you want a Mezco figure, this is the guy to get it from. He has the best prices. Whatever price he says, that's what you pay because the shipping is 100% free. So you could check out. He has a whole website full of stuff. He still has a lot of uh, inventory on certain Mezcos. Some stuff he sold out, so... If you, you better get on it. I th- believe last time I checked, he had five dark sides left. So make sure uh, if you're looking for one, go hit him up, contact him, and buy one. Again, that's at One Stop Toy Shop. So I'm getting that. And then the the thing that wrecked me this week twice. <laughs> well, three, maybe three times. <laughs> maybe three times that the jury's still out. Um, I I was excited and you know Scott you know after you know talking he talked me into getting some extreme sets and I got those and those those are brilliant by the way I love them so everything that Scott said about extreme sets is 100% true you will not regret spending money on extreme sets in fact you're going to be extremely happy so that's I was extreme what I like the pun you did yeah and so then after this after that after that you know cool that was a great buy i got you know i we had lewis on and he always does beautiful pictures of this mezco cat woman and so i was i know i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it because i found on amazon 60 dollars cat woman out the door free shipping two days so it's like let's do this i got her I open her and I'm thrilled. I'm so psyched. I open the box. I'm like, I'm going to do a picture right now. I already had the thing set up. I pull her out of the box and I go to reach for her leg and it looks like a noodle. (laughs) Hanging in there like, uh. and so I recorded a video and it was funny. But I was legitimately crushed just because it was my first mess going a while. It's like this happens. So after tagging Amazon, they reached out and they, to their credit, they they sent a replacement the very next day. And I opened the box 
and both the knees were broken. Honestly, you Just, couldn't write it. I couldn't have written it any better. In fact, I I was debating even doing it on video because I thought people were going to think I was faking, but it's like, there's no way. Truth is stranger than fiction. So I'm just going to post it. And yeah, Amazon again, thankfully they expedited the shipping to get it there even quicker. And I finally got it and I made sure I picked it up and there's no on the surface broken joints. Then I took the advice of many others, such as Joe Malone, and I used a hairdryer to heat up all the joints for at least five minutes each, just to make sure. And lo and behold, so far it is working. And it's a beautiful figure. I'm happy I got it. But oh, holy yeah, crap. Yeah, but holy crap. It's ridiculous. It's scary to even touch for me now. It's like, I don't even know if I want to take pictures of it. I, I don't. They're so well packaged as well that they must have been like that before they got shipped. Surely. Well, what I'm thinking is, if you feel it, the the joints they're extremely thin around the knee, and it's been so cold and rainy here in Southern California, like legitimately uh, freezing levels, and there's been warnings and stuff, and it's just we're not used to that. So I'm thinking maybe they may have freeze the joints and some harsh. Uh, movements of the boxes, maybe I don't know, but mm, pop so. <laughs> I'm just happy I have one that's working now. Oh yeah, definitely. That's just ridiculous. That's... But yeah, other than that, those that's my that's my haul for the week. I'm pretty happy with that's a that's a decent week. And also, you got to check out Tyler's picture of the of the Catwoman with the busted knee. Like, how the hell did you manage to stand that figure up? In that, with, and that was at both busted knees. Oh, that was with both busted. Oh wow, even even more impressive then. Yeah, it took a while, but I was like, I'm now. I've waited a long time for this. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> you managed to look make it look natural as well, which is good. So it didn't. <laughs> Thank you. That was the most impressive, even more impressive than standing her up was to make it look like she hadn't got busted knees. Thank you. That's yeah. I, I was like, no, I'm not going to let her beat me. I'm taking a picture. <laughs> but yeah, she's a beautiful figure. And it just, you know, it, it made me decide, you know, I am going to get the black and gray Sovereign Knight as well, just because I'm not going to wait all the way till March for the exclusive. Yeah, so, I'm going to get the black and gray one too, you know. Well, I got rid of my other, my Dark Knight Returns uh, black and blue version. So I'll just consider this an upgrade of both. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And I, I don't know if there's something about that black and grey version that I really like. I think it's just because it's like the... It just looks like the New Adventures and Justice League Batman, the same emblem. And I don't know. It just looks really cool. Oh, yeah. And with the different ear lengths on the head sculpts, you can just make it into basically any version you want. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so like... Nice. You said, like a New Adventures with the short ears. It can look like a Dark Knight Returns. I just love the... The like darker, grim sort of look of Batman. I just prefer that. I don't know. I don't know why. It's just it's just generation thing because a lot of people prefer that. Um, no, I used to be like you. I used to be like that where I used to hate the blue version. In fact, I used to not like the uh, the blue underneath of the BTAS cape. Is like he just needs to be all black. Yeah. But 
I really like, I just like the, all the versions now. I feel like just because they all tell a story. And I also like you used to the previous blue version I had of the dark Knight returns. That was like a really light blue, but mm-hmm. I do like that. This is a darker, uh, almost Navy blue on the sovereign blue version. Uh, it does look very nice. So it should look a little bit better in pictures. Like it looks a little darker. I just wish we could get that kitten looking one. Oh, the onyx. Mm. What even is the oh, sure. well, what, that, what does that even mean? <laughs> onyx? It's just supposed to be it's a name of a black stone. It's supposed yeah. to be a really black stone. Right. So basically they're just trying to be fancy in the word black. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is onyx. The onyx version. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. But I'm sure that will pop up somewhere for like three hundred bucks as soon as it's available. No, it'll be so expensive that will that'll no, that'll genuinely be more expensive than gold. <laughs> oh I, yeah, I'm sure people have slots available for twenty twenty bucks a slot. <laughs> so that I mean that's it for, for my new toy. You don't have any other uh any incoming figures besides the ones you showed us? Um no, I don't at the moment actually. No, there's okay. nothing else uh Nothing else to come, and yeah. Nice. We'll get into we'll get into uh, the toy news of the day then, or what's been going on. Yes. Beast Kingdom they've made available for pre order a couple of figures in their D A H line, and that's like the the ones that they the they've been releasing were like the Justice League and Batman, but this D A H line they. These two figures are from Toy Story, and they're Buzz and Woody. Have you seen them? <gasps> no, I haven't. I want to though. Oh, they look—they look really good. I know, Lou. I posted a, a in my story uh, an alert for the pre-order, and Lewis is like, "Oh my goodness, I might need to get these." <laughs> he's a big Disney fan. They look fantastic, Beast Kingdom figures. Too, so I'm checking it out now. Yeah, and they actually come with some really cool uh, facial expressions other than just the normal. I really want these, to be honest, because this is a uh, this this is like one of my favorite movies growing up, especially since I love toys. So this is a nostalgia thing. Hit me right in the heart seeing something. Oh, my so like, gosh, they look amazing. Yeah, and they look, and knowing how sturdy they are, too. Like even how thin the arms look and stuff, I have no worries that they're gonna break. If 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 someone said they were a Mayfix or something, then I might be afraid it would break. Oh, we've got we've got to see Buzz Lightyear like fighting Batman. Oh uh, yes, or a Green Lantern, Space Ranger. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love their. Um... Mini Egg Attack series as well. They they they've got oh, Ham looks so cool. Yeah. So oh. I that that Buzz Lightyear looks pristine. I really like the wings and everything. Oh, this is giving me like so much nostalgia. Look at these right now. Yeah, tell me those wouldn't be fun to photograph. Uh, I absolutely love the look of them. They look fantastic. <laughs> Buzz has two face sculpts. Oh, he's got the Andy written on his boot as well. That's brilliant. They said that you could take off his arm and uh, the exclusive version comes with a teacup party where you could make a Mrs. Nesbitt. 
I love that moment. So good. Oh. I miss Nesbit. <laughs> Mrs. Nesbit. I love that part too. That's definitely my favorite. Oh, it's so funny. But yeah, so if you guys d- uh, want to get these, go check out. Uh, they're available now for pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store. Definitely go check them out. And then uh, also in terms of statues, I know we're not big statue people, but in terms of Batman, there's a new statue up for pre-order right now. Uh, I think it's from Sideshow Collectibles. Let me just make sure. But it's a Michael Keaton 89. Have you seen that? Oh, no, I haven't. I'm going to check it out. Michael Keaton 89 statue. That's up available. I know I'd I'm not a big statue guy, but I thought it looked amazingly cool. I'm checking it out now. Oh my god, that does look amazing. Really cool pose. Very, very nice. And what I enjoy yeah. about these statues is they're they are posable statues, aren't they? Some well what they're doing with statues nowadays are a lot of them are coming with extra head sculpts or the ability to move out arms and have a different arm holding a battering or arm holding a grappling hook, that kind of thing. That statue looks incredible. I love their um, battle-damaged Arkham Knight statue as well. That is one of the best-looking Batman-related anything I've ever seen. Do you think one day you'll get that, Scott? I would look, If I win the lottery, it's the first thing I'm buying. It's so expensive. <laughs> But it honestly, that that statue is outstanding, and the Keaton one too. They're both amazing. Oh yeah, so yeah. If I, I I'm on your page where if I ever win the lottery and I come to a point where I no longer need any figures because I have them all, then I'll start dabbling into the statues. <laughs> yeah, that honestly, that Keaton looks so good. Yeah, for, I was really hoping it was a figure at first. <laughs> It certainly looks like it. It's, um, it could be one. It just oh, it looks amazing. Details outstanding. Cape looks fantastic as well. And that's up for pre-order, right? Um, certainly think so. Yeah. Wow. So good. Another DC news. The other figures that are available for pre-order are ones that we've talked about before, as the. Uh, Batman uh, Signature Series, the DC Multiverse Penguin from Batman Returns, and Dark Knight Joker, Heath Ledger. Yes. And I know you, you're you definitely going to pre-order them. I pre-ordered Penguin. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'd say a good decision. Have you seen the picture of them yet? Yes, and it does look like he has a soft good jacket. I have to say the... Um... Both of them look spectacular. I'm definitely going to be getting them 100%. Mattel, Mattel doing Mezco with the soft goods. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I like, honestly, everything Mattel are doing at the minute is just great. Yeah, it's like they're, they're just like, all right, we're going to just start killing it now. Yeah, I feel like they're, they're experimenting in different things and, and all of them are going well. Like the, the, this whole signature line is just absolutely brilliant it's a good way of getting all these characters that we've never got before oh, i appreciate it 
And I've been looking, uh, I know that the new waves are starting to hit. They're due to hit any minute. And I've been look I've been looking every day. I haven't seen them yet around Southern California. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing some pictures of the new line when you get them. Are you getting the Batman Beyond, do you think? Oh yeah. yeah I got to. I like that it has two different head sculpts. And, and that way I feel like that could be a uh a middle years Terry. Almost. I was just gonna say you can put the um Terry head sculpt that you got from the uh from the um, Total Heroes. Total Heroes. Yeah, Total Heroes Ultra that we were talking about. Oh, you could put that on him and he'd, he'd look great. I think it would. And I definitely want the old Kingdom Come Superman because I love that comic book. Plus, it's cool to see an older Superman. Oh, yeah. Who, who wouldn't want that? It's that? That's the one where you get Lobo, isn't it, as well? This, uh... Yes. Yeah. And I, he looks like he'd fit in with the animated lines. Oh, yeah, for sure. And who doesn't want Lobo animated? Oh, <laughs> he's brilliant. And yeah, exactly what you said too with the multiverse. Like, see, that's another figure. Like, who knows if we'd ever get it a Lobo? No, honestly, I, I I would love, I would so love to have a Lobo figure. And he comes with real chains and hook. No, oh, he, he's so funny. DC's Deadpool. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely love the. Um, the voice actor as well for him, Brad Garrett. He's he's such a funny guy. Oh yeah, I just recently watched that whole episode, just in oh. anticipation of that figure. <laughs> oh, he's so he's such a funny guy, and, and he's he is part of one of my favorite shows ever, which is Everybody Loves Raymond. I actually love that show; it's so funny. Oh yeah, that is a that is a classic show. I absolutely love it. Watch it every morning; it's so funny. But yeah, yeah. I still have friends that watch it every night as well. That's funny. <laughs> So good, yeah, but he is—he is a talented voice actor as well. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I love the Superman animated series episode when he gets introduced. It's so funny. Yeah, that's that's what I was just watching. Um, so Mattel is killing it lately. Uh, yeah. Is there any other figures that you're looking forward for Mattel? Pretty much everything. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Pretty much everything. I mean, it all looks great and. Actually, I was going to give a shout out to um, a friend, which is um, on Instagram at. I'm going to make sure I get his tag right. Um, the figure I'm going to talk about is the Gaslight Mattel figure. He looks very, very good, and I've got to say, I'm tempted into buying um, the figure after seeing my friend's shot, which is at me underscore likey underscore bikes, and he has got some fantastic pictures on his profile of the Gaslight Multiverse Batman. Check them out because they're absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, that's that's a figure that I've wanted badly. And I've been look, that's the one figure I've been really hunting for. I can't find them anywhere. But luckily, like you said, we could follow... Who, what was his tag again? Um, at me underscore like underscore bikes. Yeah, luckily, we could follow him and see some pics. Mm, it's honestly so good. Fantastic photos. I, you were kind of iffy, huh, before on that figure? Yeah, I wasn't too sure. I, mean, I haven't seen the movie. I don't like the idea of the movie, but um, <laughs> I do like the figure. The figure looks very, very nice and very um, well sculpted as well. I've seen these available on Kapow Toys 
who are absolutely fantastic company over here. They get all these import figures at reasonable prices, uh, prices, and he's on there for nineteen ninety nine. A minute, I'm is very. A, is that an online store there? Or is that a, a physical store there? Um, it's, it has got a store. There's only one in the UK, but they ship from there as well. So they're oh. um, fantastic company. You can get all the Mezco releases and all of the, um, or most of the Mattel Multiverse, get hot toys from there. They're absolutely fantastic and, and they don't overcharge. That's what I like best about them. Well, that's, that's always a biggie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't have to pay all these horrible import charges if you're in the UK and you're ordering from America. As brilliant as the American stores are, it's just the import and tax charges that really, yeah. really make it difficult. But um, I don't know how they do it, but Kapow Toys are definitely, I would say, the best UK retailer for import figures like Mezco and Hot Toys. Well, hopefully you're able to get all those figures easily if that's too much of a a hassle. <laughs> For sure, I'll be getting the um, signature collection figures, even despite import charges. I'm definitely getting them. Really can't wait for them to come out. Nice. Well, in regards to uh, more toy news, there with Soap Studios, they have some exciting news. Oh, other than forward to this, yes. Yeah, other than just the uh, the the new release of their Reverse Flash, which is coming out soon, which you know we've talked about different times, but you know if you haven't seen it, it comes with three head sculpts. It comes with a highly detailed suit that looks just like the straight from the show. Comes with lots of lightning effects, a tachyon device, and if you want to pre-order it, it is due out in a few months and. It is up right now in Sideshow Collectibles for pre-order. And if you want to order any of their other figures like Batman, Raz al Ghul, Flash, or Green Arrow, you could check it out at Big Bad Toy Store. But uh, they want to let me know that in a couple weeks pending uh, approval that they will be releasing their Two-Face figure. This I can't wait for. Yeah, and that they'll be, be sure to send it out as a sample. Let me take pictures and review it to show you, let you guys see it, form your own opinions, but I'm really, really excited for this one too. Yeah, it looks fantastic, I've got to say. I'm really excited for them just to continue going on this Dark Knight line because so far what they've shown looks really cool. Yeah, and, and also it's something that nobody's done before in a soft goods. You know, it's something completely different to what Mezco are doing right now. So um and figures from yeah, even Mezco hasn't done a two face yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I'm really looking forward to seeing I keep mentioning it every time we talk about soap, but I want that bank robber joker. Yes. Yeah, in anticipation for that, I even I forgot to mention it. I even got a couple of uh of Nate figure fan Nate's favorite figures the bank robber joker henchman yeah i can't wait to get him yeah i got those guys just for joker pictures in general too but i think that'll be fun and i got the the extreme uh sets bank vault so i could do the whole opening scene oh yeah and if if they ever (laughs) release a batman you can do the scene with gordon in the uh they are after 
They've shown him. Hopefully that's, that's coming the same too. Looks so good. Like everything that they're doing, I want. Oh yeah, and also in regards to uh I know that you said before, just looking at the figure like a reverse flash, that you feel like if you put him next to any other Mezco figure, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between the two. Well, now that I have a Mezco figure in Catwoman, I put her next to a ninja uh, League of Shadow member from the Razo Ghoul Bruce Wayne two pack. Oh yes, and it you can't they're seamless, and I also have them all displayed together like Flash, Green Arrow, Catwoman, all of them, and it's seamless. You wouldn't be able to tell that there was even a different company. So you were right. It, honestly, Soap Studios are brilliant. I wish I so wish they were more accessible to the UK because I would be buying a lot of their stuff. At- Wait for releases to come out. Well, what they expressed to me in their in the emails that they're really thankful for uh, our help, like on the show and putting advertising out because they do want. They are a new company, so they are still trying to get their footing about it and get their advertising yeah. out there and build build their brand. So, what they they just really we we really appreciate getting the word out. And anyone who out there is like tagging them in photos and stuff, they notice and they're very thankful. So if you uh, have their product, make sure to tag them and get the word out, especially if you like it, because that's only going to help them. Hey, sorry, we got cut off. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Yeah, we're back. So we were talking about Soap Studios, and we're just talking about how at this point they've come so far that if you put them next to a bunch of Mezcos or near one Mezco, it's hard to tell that it was even made from a different company. So that is already saying a lot. Yeah, it really is. And the fact that they produce six figures in one year, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and six good figures as well. Yes. None, none of them feel or certainly look rushed or anything. So, yeah. It looks very good. And so in terms of uh, toy news, that is the finally concludes, at least for DC stuff. I didn't cover all the cool Captain Marvel stuff and the scrolls. And mm-hmm. I wanted to save that. I wanted Scott to be able to cover that. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, so in terms of Marvel. <laughs> and oh, we're done. Yes. Man, I was sweating it right, real quick. <laughs> Actually, there is a slight bit of figure news. Maybe this What's is a that? little bit a little bit personal news on figures. So we've mentioned in previous podcasts about Superman and his very, very floppy hips. This is the Justice League animated Superman Uh-oh. for anybody who hasn't heard previous podcasts. But yeah, there's the horrible floppy hips Superman has been the bane of our lives since we both <laughs> since he arrived on both of our doorsteps. So I've um I found a way to kind of fix him. Now this is gonna sound very strange, but you need to buy pledge floor gloss. And pledge floor gloss. Yes. And apply a, a small amount of it every five minutes to his hip joints. And his hip pivots, and yeah, it will stiffen the joints up, and he'll stand up fine. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I I checked out some videos on YouTube. I was really nervous about using nail varnish for the first time on a figure, so I wanted to try something that I knew if it went wrong, I've got a contingency plan that I can just wash it out, basically. So, um, yeah, so I I tried this Pledge Floor Gloss, which is what was recommended, and i got to say, it's very good. I can't see it being too permanent. You might have to reapply it every week or so, but it's worth it for a Superman that actually stands up. Yeah, and also where you you're not losing sleep from being woken up at night. <laughs> oh, it's so true! It's so true. Yeah, it's like what Batler, Batman says at the end of that Riddler episode: "How much is a good night's sleep really worth?" <laughs> <laughs> I need one of the um, the worry men underneath my pillow. Oh yes, we have them all over us. They're they're surrounding you. <laughs> we are. I just put a little Lego Batman under my pillow every night. <laughs> so that is pretty. That is a really cool uh, little tip. I'm definitely going to use that. Yes, it's a uh, pledge floor gloss. Make Quit. sure you don't buy floor wax. Don't buy floor wax. Whatever. <laughs> if anybody's listening, you I can just imagine. bought floor wax. Refund it immediately. Oh gosh, because that that is that is going to end in a disaster. But yeah. Um, it works really you, well. I was surprised. Can you use that for any figure that has a loose joint? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, the only thing you've got to make sh- sure is that it doesn't run because it's run down the back of his legs a bit, but obviously because you can't see it with the caping there, it's not too bad, but it will dry and leave a bit of a glossy finish. I mean, you can always like clean it off, but it'd be a little bit tricky, so just make sure <sighs> when it's drying, it's not running off anywhere, so... Because I had to put on a fair bit because of how loose the joints were. So that's the only downside. But that's always going to be something that's going to happen with whatever you use. It's going to run off. So as long as you keep it keep it clean, it'll be fine. And that's Lewis's action figure tip of the week, folks. That's a huge one. It, it is indeed. I'm, I'm going to use it just be, so I can it, save myself some sleep. The, the the only slight problem with that is my name is not Lewis. Oh, <laughs> what's that? Uh, for some I'm reason, I, I, well, I, for some reason, I when you said you got the tip, but for some reason, I was thinking him in my head. Oh, that's because I'm not very smart. That's why. Well, you said you got it from a tip. You're reading. <laughs> for some reason, I got him in my head. Oh well. But yeah, no, it, it works very very well, and it's. Um... Yeah, it's cheap to do, so it's certainly worth it. How much does it cost? Cost me oh, is it like a huge bottle? Nine ninety nine. It's a pretty big bottle. Yeah, it's a pretty big bottle. So it's gonna. So last you probably me. won't have to have one ever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If the floor comes, if I come downstairs and the floor looks suspiciously clean, I'll be very angry because that that's mine. It's not allowed oh, to be used to gloss funny. floors. It's to fix joints. That's funny. Your mom's, I really like this action figure hobby of yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I brought it, she, I think she thought I was trying to send a message to her or something, but I was like, no, 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 it's mine. Don't worry. It's for Send a message. For action figures. It looks like a terrible alibi, but it's true. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Well, if she starts buying you stuff, you can go, oh, I get the, I get the hint. I get the hint. <laughs> 
that's uh, funny. Oh, actually, there's another thing I was going to mention. You mentioned it earlier um, about the Matt figures and the Jessica Cruz. don't know if you've seen the latest movie that's going to be coming out from DC this spring, which is a Fatal Five movie, and it's going to be... It's widespread speculation and almost, I would almost say confirmed that it's going to be in the Justice League animated series style. Really? Yeah, and, and we're, we're going to, we've already got George Newbern, um, Susan Eisenberg and Kevin Conroy all confirmed to be in this movie and also the Jessica Cruz that's been leaks a picture of it. It is in the Bruce Timm style, so it looks very likely we're going to see some kind of Justice League reunion at this to some point this year, which is oh immensely exciting. Honestly, I cannot wait. It's, it's going to be the Justice League versus the Fatal Five, and I cannot wait to see it. That would be really cool if they could just get all the voice actors back. Yeah. It, it sounds fantastic, and I think like Mister Terrific is supposed to be in it as well. So, um, yeah, honestly, it's going to be so good. I can't wait to see that movie. It sounds exciting. Mm. And that when is that supposed to come out again? Um, they haven't confirmed, but they've, all we know is it's spring this year. And spring. The only thing that's been leaked is the picture of Jessica Cruz, and she looks fantastic. I hope we get an action figure of her because it, it will it will be amazing. Especially in the animated style. Oh, yeah, definitely. Looks fantastic. It'll fit right in. Um, Dang, what a good, perfect timing then for us to be getting the Justice League animated figures. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to feel even better. That makes me feel even better about my purchase. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't wait to watch Justice League again. It feels like the first time watching them, especially with the figures. I don't know, it's just something so much cool about having them in hand while you're watching them. It just brings you back oh, to being yeah. a kid. Oh, yeah. Especially now that you have the ability to recreate some scenes and share yeah. your love for it. Yeah, for sure. I spent all morning yeah. recreating some scenes with those figures this, this morning. Oh, nice. For the weekend? Um, no, just um, for week posts. And- well, not for the theme, but are you going to post some of these coming up? Yeah, yeah. Well, this weekend we're doing the Ben Affleck theme, so that won't cool. it won't be for this weekend, but for next weekend. Do you only post theme related pictures throughout the entirety of it? Uh, throughout the whole weekend, yeah, yeah, just theme pictures. You it's never just sneak in. No, yeah, it has to be very special circumstances ah. for that. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so usually you do like five pictures at the weekend. Do one on Friday night as like a preview, and then four. Over Saturday and Sunday. Hmm. Well, thankfully we'll get to see them sometime eventually. Just sometimes you drop hints about pictures, and then you don't you don't drop them for a while. No, this is true. I, I was supposed to do an extre- extreme sets picture that I mentioned in the last podcast this week, but um, yeah, that hasn't happened. You pique my interest. There's just too too many to do. Like taking so many pictures today, it's ridiculous. Well, that's also that's a good thing. It means at least you don't have writer's block or like photo block where you can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just so strange. Like I've been right. I've wrote down about seven pictures that I want to take tomorrow night, all like Arkham pictures, 
because they have done mainly animated ones. So it's just it's just weird how it goes sometimes and how the mind works. Like today just felt really creative for animated pictures, and then tomorrow I've just put some ideas down that I try for Arkham ones. It's just just strange. Doctor Strange? Do- uh, no, Hugo Strange. He's a doctor. He's a- oh right, I see. Yeah, I thought you meant no. <laughs> uh, well, there is there. You're gonna you got a big news that you told me about a little earlier is that you have Netflix. Have you even yes. remotely looked at Titans yet? I've watched the first episode literally ten minutes before this podcast begun. I finished the first episode. Mm, okay. And I have to say, I like it. I like what I've seen, apart from the... I remember when you first watched it and you said that you didn't like the uh, Starfire stuff. Yeah. And I agree with that. I think that, that was a load of crap, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't like it. No, it was very strange and very unexplained, which, you know... Perhaps good leading forward, you know, uh-huh. to, it keeps you interested. Well, <laughs> if it was interesting, it would. But yeah, I like the um, Dick Grayson and, and Raven bits. I think they're really, really good. Very dark, very DC, very DC EU. I like it. And, and the Robin fight scene. Robin fight scene is spectacular, and and that whole line about the the F Batman makes so much sense when you actually watch the show rather than judge it off a trailer, which is a lot of people seem to have been doing. But honestly, it, it, that is fantastic. That fight seems brilliant. And do you think uh, when he says that, that it it's more related to like uh, F Batman, like look what he's turned me into? Yeah, I got to say, I, I, I think it does. I think it does. Um, yeah, that's it. A- Especially after scraping that guy's head on the glass and then and then saying that straight, yeah, I think I think it definitely does. But um, yeah, I really like the 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 line when he goes into the Porsche and he's like, "Not the circus you're thinking of." That's <laughs> yeah, absolutely brilliant, and I really like Raven. I think she she's a very good actress. Yeah, especially to pull off that. Uh... The double, like the double persona things, where she has to be like a demon. Yeah, she's fantastic, and and the um, the actor for Dick Grayson, I can't remember his name, Brendan Thwaites, I think it is. Yeah, you're close enough. I I, I believe that's his name. He's fantastic, and he just he just looks like Dick Grayson. If you were to put him on a a screen, that that's probably who you'd imagine. I think he's. um, very good actor, and I can't wait to see what happens going forward. Really looking forward to it. And that Robin suit is just perfection. Yeah. I don't think you could have got a cooler suit. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Without being uh, cheesy or not comic accurate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, and that's then, perfect. And for something that, uh, like a show that is, I mean, obviously it's going to be limited on a budget. And they seem to have nailed the the costumes. I really like them. They haven't like like with Raven and Starfire. They haven't gone overboard and tried to make a costume for them. They just kept them normal for now and see how the, the series evolves. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it, it very encouraged by the first episode. I really like it. 
Yeah, I think I, it's cool that you just uh, got the first episode and we're going into the weekend, so you can just binge it. Yeah, that's definitely the plan. Definitely the yes. plan. Yes. I want, actually, I know another thing I want to watch is Watchmen. I've watched a uh, trailer for it, and I'm honestly so excited about seeing that. I can't wait to see yes. it. Yes. I already so- want to buy the action figures from it, just from the trailer. <laughs> Well, good. We'll have plenty to talk about uh, next week if, in regards to that then as well. Yeah, I'm, I'll try and free up some time. It was really hard to fit time in to watch Titans and nah. things like that. This time is very short at the minute, but I'm going to do yeah, my best. Don't to try do anything find. that will jeopardize your job or your life or your health. <laughs> 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 we still want you to be able to be on the podcast. Oh god, that's 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 not. Uh, People will be just... asking me whatever happened to Scott. I'll be like, well, he got caught up in Titans. And... <laughs> Never He's probably watching Titans as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> or doing an extreme set shot. Either one of those. Oh, or man, both. Those... What? Or, or both of those. <laughs> oh, or both. I thought you said although. <laughs> um, but yeah, you were right when you said that. Those things are addicting. The extreme sets—they are extremely addicting. They really are. Like, you, there's just so many different possibilities that you can make with them, and so many different rooms and angles and setups. It's it, honestly possibilities are endless. And it's like getting a, a new figure where you just want to spam the crap out of it. You just want to take so many different pictures and shots. And while you like do one picture setup, you like do a photo and then you'll see something and be like, oh, that would have been a cooler picture, a cool angle, or a cool idea and you want to do that. Yeah. And, and you could so, like mix different sets together so you could have like the asylum set with the doors opening into like I don't know, maybe a, a bank vault or something like that, like Penguin's like iceberg cash or something. Oh, that would be so cool. Yeah, you, you could mix up all these different ideas yes you were right you were definitely right and it's definitely worth the money I think it's a great investment I don't feel bad at all spending the money on those no they are sensational initially yes but yeah right when you said I I was thinking of you the minute I put the uh, I turned the camera on after I put the figures like in their pose and what you said in the podcast, like as soon as you put the camera up and look, you know that you're messing with something different. And so yeah. as soon as I put the camera up, I looked, I was like, oh, he was right. This looks really nice. <laughs> it's so weird, but it's so true. They're fantastic. They honestly are. So what's your favorite out of the three that you've got so far? My favorite out of the three, the one that I think I'll get the most use out of, and I think is overall the coolest design is the hallway elevator just because Mm. there's so many different shots and the way they have it is you could like they have it so you could open up the interior of the elevator so you could have plenty of room to take a shot where it looks like he's inside looking or inside the elevator looking out into the building and then you can also fold that and put it into the elevator box where you could take a shot looking into the elevator and it, it looks seamless as well as it comes with like six doors that you could just do tons of stuff with you can basically make an apartment complex it's the it's really limitless possibilities creativity and fun and like just cardboard walls it's crazy 
Honestly, it's amazing how much detail they managed to get off what is cardboard print. It's just incredible. It looks so, so good. Yes. And I am kicking myself in the butt because I, just like everyone else probably that looks at it, it's like, oh, I don't know. Do I want to spend that much on that? Just cardboard. And I don't know. I could do that myself. And it's like, these are, trust me, it's worth it. I wouldn't keep going on about it right now if I didn't legitimately mean it. And I really. Yeah. It's very true. Some people are kind of rightfully skeptical about it, but honestly, it, it's so good. Yeah, and if I know Lewis, uh, he he messaged me today and he said that looking at our pictures, he wanted to get it and he looked at it and he said if it was it, he messaged right back after like, oh man, it's like almost cost as much with post and everything. Like you were talking about how expensive it was. Yeah. He said if it wasn't for that, that he would buy them, but he he's so that he's convinced now after seeing our pictures that he definitely wants one eventually. Yeah. That, that's the only drawback. I mean, the, the, the reason I got it is just because I really, really wanted to get that asylum set with the figures of the Arkham Asylum figures uh-huh. and purely the, the desperation to get it uh, <laughs> was the reason that I did in the end, because it's so good. That, like I say, it's just the tax is the pain in, in the backside with it. But yeah, I can't often, believe the tax. The tax and, and the postage is crazy. Like Tax and postage are like three times the price of the set, which is oh, a shame. Right. But um, That's amazing. It's, it's crazy. I'm so I'm even more thankful that your mom decided to get you that for Christmas then because... Yeah. Nice that seeing your pictures with it, it'd be robbing us if we didn't get it. So. it yeah, it, it's it was very kind of her, and um, yeah, definitely the my favorite Christmas gift. Talk about support! Yeah, <laughs> that's an awesome gift. Not only for you, but for us because we get to see you take pictures with it. Oh, thanks! It's fun. as soon as you post more. Uh, I promise I'm going to do that um, other shot that I've got the Joker one this week I'm definitely going to upload it nice I can't wait to see uh, your attempt at the the Jason Todd picture oh yeah that's the one the the only thing is I couldn't find a Jason Todd figure so Tim Drake's had to deputise but and then you, you say you had to figure out a way to get the cape off and stuff like that um, luckily, I didn't have to take his cape off. Oh. Thankfully, it, um, he kind of fit into the wheelchair. So, yeah. Oh, nice. It's. Um, I'll put it up on Instagram this week. I've done a couple more shots. I'm gonna have a look now. Actually, there's that many that I can't even remember. Um, because I've also got an anarchy shot in the asylum set and a Mister Freeze one. So those those two are the next two. Things. Are you scrolling through your computer right now? I'm I'm just scrolling through my my phone to see what pictures uh, I've I've done. Your archives. The the archives indeed. I was up till two a.m. last night doing pictures. Nice. It's just one of I like things. that kind of stuff. Do you find that that's one of your favorite things to do? It's just like be up late at night doing photos. Do you know it is like um. Regardless of how crappy you feel the next so, day. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But like, so I'd got up at about maybe 
half seven, eight o'clock in the morning, and then virtually gone straight to work. And then after work, got home maybe for an hour or so, and then I had to go straight to football after that. So I'd got home at about 11 o'clock. And then I was just like, do you know what? I literally haven't got any figure pictures done for like two or three days. So I'm just going to sit down with a camera until 2 a.m. and do some pictures. And that's exactly what I ended up doing. <laughs> but it's fun. I don't know what it is. It's just fun just listening to some music for a couple of hours. And and um... everyone's asleep. So like, I don't know. It's kind of weird yeah. being up that late. Yeah, it, it, it is very, very strange. You also have to be quiet. Make sure no figures fall over. <laughs> oh, that's when the true skill comes in. <laughs> that's where Scott's master posability skill is coming in. I don't know about that. Years of training. <laughs> well, with your new little tip that you gave us, it's definitely going to help you. With the gloss. Ah, yes. Yeah. Oh, that Superman was so annoying. No. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to straight to go to go actually really do that because I can't take having my figures do that or having just lying down on the display. Oh, it's so frustrating. I might do it on the new Adventures Batman as well, actually. His hips are ridiculously floppy. Really, on yours it is. Yeah, Dang. it's very nice. I've actually got a, um, a new one in its packet as well that I could open, but. Um, I'm going to try and fix his hips first. You got backups? I've got a backup of the new Avengers Batman, yeah. Because <laughs> I used to photograph That's him smart. so much before the Justice League one came out. I used to photograph him so much, I was like, I'm going to have to have a backup because I just wear his hips out so quickly. Man, if I had that store that was around you that had the animated figures on discount, I'd be getting backups too. Yeah. They're so good. Every time they're there, like I don't need any of the figures, but I don't know. I have an urge to buy them just because they're so cheap. It's so strange. smart because you never know when yours are going to break. And then if they're aftermarket somewhere else and they're boosted in price triple, that's going to suck. Yeah. No, it, it's so I think smart thing. Yeah, and it, it's crazy that they're selling them for like seven ninety nine, and then you've got Forbidden Planet down the road selling them for like twenty twenty two pounds. Still, it's it just. It honestly is nonsensical. Maddening. It, it is. It really is. Yeah, that's that happened at a the Target I went to today. Some of them were up for like five dollars, and then I had them scan the old DC Multiverse Hawkman figure from the Legends of Tomorrow show. Oh yeah, which which has been there for years, and they're like, no, that's twenty dollars. Like this is still twenty dollars. Okay, oh, and that's not even a very good figure. No, I would have got them for five, but not twenty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, five dollars. He's worth it just for the mace. That's exactly why I was getting him, to be honest, because I have the hot girl on the way. In fact, she's supposed to be here today, hopefully. Oh, cool. But if yeah, if I can't get the mace from him, I'm gonna have to go through the route that you said. Yes. A lot of people have been asking about that mace, and I I keep saying, check out this podcast. You'll you'll have all the questions answered. Nice. That that probably alone is why uh, the last the last episode is doubled up and listens like so quickly in the, in a short amount of time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the mace. It, it is it is crazy how many people are listening. Like 
whoever is listening now, thank you, because it, it really does mean a lot. It does mean a lot. And I just love hearing the reviews. I love hearing that people are getting help from it. Like hearing tips like from Scott with the mace and again today with the gloss. That's huge. Hearing that people, uh, you know, they actually feel the same way we feel or they they could uh, relate to something we said. That's always cool. Yeah, definitely. No, you're not alone. (laughs) (laughs) And that's uh that brings us perfectly to how we're gonna conclude this, which again if if you wanna really see that you're not alone, you can check out uh the show that our next guest created. And his name is Brian Volk Weiss. And uh, you're gonna hear him on the uh, the end of this, on the other side of this, me and Scott, where we have our guest. And you can check out his show on Netflix right now. He has two seasons up. It is the toys that made us and it talks about basically what we talk about on this show as, as well. It talks about certain toy lines or toys that had uh, meaning and effect, not only on toy lines in general and where toys have evolved from, but also on people, uh, nostalgia, you know, they ha- hold certain memories. Uh, they will bring someone back to someone's childhood so it's a really, really cool show, not only historical, but in terms of what the toys themselves mean to people uh, and the collectors. So it's an absolutely huge honor that he would be willing to join us and take time out of his day. I have tons of questions for him. We're going to try to get to all of them in the amount of time that he has allotted for us. So we hope you guys enjoy it. We hope you guys uh, will check out his show. And we hope that we figure out at the end of that interview if and when there will be a DC Batman episode coming up. Oh, there's got to be. Hopefully it's season three. Yes. All right. Well, we uh we hope you guys enjoy and we will be we will be certainly continuing this trend of two episodes a week and continuing to get guests of of different varieties of nature, whether it be uh, dioramas, toy collectors, toy photographers, uh, people that do shows on toys, a representative from brands and companies. We want to keep doing stuff like this. And with you guys' continued support and with you guys continuing to listen the way you guys have, it's certainly helping us be able to do that. So thank you. And yeah, we hope you enjoy. So... This is DC Figures and Collectibles. Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram and co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some of my favorite figures, and that is from the line of Beast Kingdom figures. They make some figures that I would describe as hot toy level face sculpt with a Mayfax level articulation. And this is from their DAH line, which is Dynamic Action Hero line. Uh, They have figures from Justice League as well as Batman vs. Superman from this line so far. If you haven't checked it out, you definitely need to check it out because these are fantastic prices from anywhere from $50 to $60 with, I'm telling you, hot 
toy level face sculpt where it looks exactly like the actor. Exactly. And articulation on those hot toys, you know, they're inhibited sometimes by the cloth. Not these figures. These figures are, they're not cloth. They're like Mafex style articulation. So you could get them doing the most dynamic of poses. And again, the, the quality is out of this world. They don't feel like they're going to break on you. And for the value, for the price, you can't go wrong. So check out Beast Kingdom today. And trust me, you won't be upset. You won't feel like you did the wrong thing. You're going to want more of these figures. So check out, again, Beast Kingdom. Hold on one second. Hold on, Scott. No props. Hello. 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 How are you? Oh, I didn't realize we were on speaker. How is everybody? We're doing great. Is this Mr. Brian Volk Weiss? Yeah, same I hope I didn't blow out your eardrums. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Well, uh, everyone, we are honored right now to be joined by Mr. Brian Volk Weiss. He is a film and television producer and director. He is the founder and current CEO of the is it the Nacelle Company? You got it. And uh, the Nacelle Company and Comedy uh, Dynamic Dynamics. He's produced tons of stand-up specials and we're working with some of the biggest names in comedy, including Kevin Hart, uh, Jim Gaffigan, Aziz Ansari, Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle. He is a two-time uh, Grammy winner for Best Comedy Album. He was a producer on it. And... What we're here to talk to him about is the show called Toys That Made Us that premiered in 2017. It already has two seasons, and they are currently working on the third season. And, yeah, hello and welcome. We're honored to have you. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, honored, always honored when anybody ever cares what I have to say. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't mind, uh, we would love to hear as much as you can tell us in the short amount of time that we got you and as much as you're willing to give us, we want to know a little bit about how you uh, got into toys and who, a little bit about who you are and how they affected you to the point where you are who you are now. And you're like, you know what? I want to make a documentary series about these, these figures. Well, you got to do me a favor. Cause I, uh, my, my brain is I, I'm 42 and my brain is Swiss cheese. <laughs> so you, you give me you give me one question at a time, and I will answer one question at a time because I, I I'm about to start uh, speaking in twelve languages that I don't speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First question I have for you is what were the the what was the toy line growing up that you love that you, that's like the biggest thing that stands out to you where you're growing up that was your go to. Easily in a category by itself, Star Wars. Everything you know, Star Wars. I, I always say, I mean, I would have been a dentist or a lawyer in Queens if it wasn't for Star Wars. So it, Star Wars is 
by itself the top just about in every list of mine as it relates to pop culture. And do you still have those uh, your original figures that you had as a as a child? Very few. I have my R two D two. I have my diecast Millennium Falcon and my diecast Star Destroyer, and of a of a collection that was probably about a hundred figures and twenty vehicles. That's all that's left. Oh man! But I, I've certainly bought more since. <laughs> to make up for it oh you know it well, you're, in the, right, you you're in the right place buying toys as you grow older that's, that, this is the right podcast for you <laughs> yes that um i mean it is i mean i it's funny i just had um a guy named billy galaxy who owns an amazing uh vintage toy store in portland uh in my uh in my collection room last night and uh he was um what do you call it he was just absolutely like showing me like stuff that i paid 50 bucks for 15 years ago is uh is worth more than 50 bucks now let me put it that way. <laughs> oh i bet so do, do you still get excited about toys and excited to play with toys or take pictures of toys well, I got to I got to really address something you said. Uh, I do not play with the toys uh, that that, <laughs> has, uh, that ended. Uh, hopefully, by the way, embarrassingly late uh, that I, I probably was still playing with toys when I was 14, 15. Uh, but that being said, um, <laughs> but that being said, um, I listen, I was in San Jose on Saturday. I went to a vintage toy store. Two days before that, I was in Cleveland. I went to a vintage toy store. Um, I was in Denver two days ago, went to a vintage toy store. So um, <laughs> I, I am definitely, and, and by the way, picked up something at every store. So uh, nice. without a doubt. Oh, that's nice. cool. Now, in this upcoming season, season three of Toys That Made Us, what, what episode for you has stand out so far? I guess the okay. This is a really standout episode. People are going to really enjoy this one. You know, I, I'm. It, it, it's my natural inclination to answer questions very directly. So it's always, I always hate when I don't give a direct answer. But sometimes I just can't give a direct answer. So uh, apologies in advance for this answer. Um, there's really something special about every episode. Um, like I was really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was little and I had zero interest in Power Rangers. And um, I, I mean, to put it light, I mean, that doesn't even say it's strong enough. Um, I mean, even going into making the episode, I'm like, what is this? Um, and I mean, I am very uh, I'm like, I'm, and by the way, that happened to me with He-Man in season one. Uh, I was very I had no interest in He-Man. Uh, and now, and now have a huge, uh, not huge, actually, that is a gross exaggeration. Uh, I now have a He-Man collection. Um, oh, and man. I had zero He-Man until I was about 10 months into making the episode. So that's that for starters. Uh, but second of all, um, uh, even the My Little Pony episode, and, and just to put this in perspective, I probably had more interest in My Little Pony than I did in Power Rangers. <laughs> So we try to find the heart and soul of every toy line. And 
you know, make it interesting for people that have no interest in the toy. So that's uh, that to me is always the greatest thing anybody can ever say to me is, oh, I had no interest in G.I. Joe, but I tried it because I like what you did with Star Wars and He-Man. And now I love G.I. Joe. And that's that's really how I feel about season three. Um, If we got it right again, um, everybody should like every episode because there's a story. There's a great story uh, behind all four of these lines. Mm hmm. I want to congratulate you on that Star Wars episode in particular. I absolutely loved that. The the story and the telling of the story was just fantastic. Uh, You're very kind. Thank you. I absolutely love that one. I I really enjoyed the Lego one as well. That was fantastic. Yeah, we got to go to Billund and it, one of the highlights of my career uh, was getting to be at uh, Lego headquarters. Um, and, and I mean, the headquarters was great, but just the people there were so interesting and uh, welcoming. They answered all our questions. It, it was great. And, you know, a fun fact about the Star Wars episode, the opening reenactment we did about ILM, um, we shot in the same building that ILM was in. Uh, you know, 40 years ago. Nice. So that was the, the circuit breakers still have like, like Sharpie next to the switches that say like model shop or, you know, blue screen power. Like it's still there. I mean, it was, it was literally like, like walking into history. That'd be very surreal. That's fantastic. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's the one thing, and watching back these episodes before the interview, that's the one thing I really find the most fascinating as well. The, the toys, each one person that has a toy, you tend to have a memory associated with it or a, you know, a time in your life that you play with it. But it's also interesting to see just how much went into the toy being made and patented, like the Lego and trying to fend off copycats and things of that nature. So. Do you do you have a lot of time people come up to you in the streets and thank you for that kind of thing too, for getting that out and for just, you know, the nostalgia point? Do people come up to you and thank you? Or I've never had anybody come up to me on the street, but I would say 25% of the time, if I'm in a vintage toy store, uh, people will recognize me and come over and, and, and talk and take a picture and stuff, which this has been going on for a little bit over a year now and is, I I cannot stress to you how surreal and bizarre it is to me, not in a bad (laughs) way at all, but um, I, I, I never expected to be in this position uh, and it's still very surreal uh, to, to be in it. Well, that's absolutely fantastic. What is it that that drew you originally to making the series? What what is it that, that made you think, do you know what, I, I, I really dig this. I want to do a series about toys. Well, I, and this was a long time ago, uh, close to 10 years ago, I was in a bookstore. Uh, and I don't know if you remember those or not, but they used to have these <laughs> giant uh, stores with only books. And uh, I was in it and I was trying to find out some, you know, what the story behind Transformers and G.I. Joe. And... Um, you know, I couldn't find anything. And then on, while I was in the store, I noticed there was like 11 or 12 books 
Uh, and I can tell somebody on the phone is British, so I, I don't mean to bring up a sore <laughs> subject, uh, but I, I could tell, uh, I, I realized there was like 11 or 12 books about the War of 1812. And uh, I, I, I found it, and I mean, no disrespect to the War of 1812, of course, but I, I just found it very strange that as, uh, as, as, as important as that war was, don't get me, though you guys did burn down the White House, uh, as important as that war was, I was like, over a billion people are familiar with Transformers and or G.I. Joe. Why is it so hard to find out why they're named the way they are? Why is the truck the boss? Like, why Why is Cobra Cobra? Like, it was so weird to me that there was no information on such a popular subject that that was the inspiration to make the show about it. That makes sense. Anyone should want to know that. <laughs> I'm biased, but I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is one question I know I'll be I'll be killed if I don't ask it. I'm sure you've been asked it a lot. In fact, I've seen an interview where you've been asked it. And... <laughs> That's, I love that. That's very honest of you. I love that. <laughs> well, I know you're probably sick of it, but I, I know I'd be killed if I didn't ask it. It's, it and I've already heard the answer, but. Do you think it's possible that there will be a Batman or DC related episode soon? Um, first of all, I never get sick of being asked, so don't worry about that. So okay. thank you. But second of all, I don't know about the word soon, because as I'm sure you know, it, it takes about a year to make every season. Mm -hmm. um, I would say if we are lucky enough, to get at least one more season greenlit, the odds are very high. And I would do with Batman what we did with uh, Star Trek, um, which is, you know, it's it's an interesting toy line that you don't think about, but it, it has been for sale for 60 plus years. So um, it's, it and you, you know, you have to find, similar to what we did with Star Trek, you have to find the transition points and really... It, it's not as easy and organic a story to tell like Star Wars or G.I. Joe, which just keep going. Um, but I and, and, you know, very similar to what we did with Star Trek with the Enterprise. You know, I'd want to do something very similar with the Batmobile. So, mm -hmm. yes, that is very, my, the number one episode I want to make is an episode I would call the toys that should have not been made, which was. <laughs> Largely be focused on the uh, LJN's Dune line, uh, which I am very close to having the entire everything they made of it. Um, oh, wow. And then the second thing I'm most excited to do is Batman. Yes. Nice so, so people need to go out there and support this, the season and make sure that the numbers are good enough to get another season, right? That, that's exactly right. And what I always tell people is, if you just watched one or two episodes, that actually works against us. Like, oh, no. if you watch zero episodes, that could help more <laughs> than watching two out of eight. So, th th I always like to make that clear. Well, I'm going to be binging it now. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I'll get my parents to binge it, too. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So are you, well, a big, um, are you a big superhero fan? Do you do you enjoy Batman or, or superhero collectibles? I I think this is unusual. I'm not sure, but the only superhero at all that I'm interested in is Batman. 
I, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you at all. Every single Marvel movie, and I've seen every one of them. Yes. Every time I go to the first movie of any line, like Iron Man or Captain America or anything, I, I, I'm learning with every, like, I don't know anything about that character until I see the movie. So, and I'm the same. I knew a little bit about Superman because I watched, I loved the Superman movies when I was little in the 70s and 80s. But I, I, if, you, if you're in my collection, I only have Batman. The only yes. Supermans I have are like the Superman from the Dark Knight Returns or the Wonder Woman. Oh. Actually, bu- I've actually kind of really gotten into Wonder Woman. I love that movie. Um, and I've gotten now into Guardians of the Galaxy um, as well, the first one. But yeah, it's only Batman. Oh, that's well, that is perfect. It definitely just became a favorite of the show. I'll brag about something that 99.99999% of the world doesn't give a shit about. Uh, but if you guys are Batman fans, I think you'll like. I have in my wallet right now uh, my ticket stub from uh, going to see the 89 Bat, uh, no. Batman. And in oh, addition wow. to that, I went to the sneak preview. So it actually says June 22nd and not June 23rd. How in the world did you get so lucky? Well, I got lucky because I tortured my father into bringing me. Uh, oh. But uh, I, I'm, a, I'm sort of a pat rack. So I, uh, it's not luck. I just save everything. How, what was that experience like seeing that in theater dude it was it was uh it was magical man it was magical um i mean there there was nothing like it um you know I, if you're phrasing the question the way you did i i, I assume i i got at least 10 years on you guys um yeah the only I, i'm trying to think like the like in my in the last 10 years the only movies that I've seen that come close to how you felt walking out of Batman, and this this isn't even dead on apples to apples, but the the best I've ever felt in the last ten years was Guardians of the Galaxy one and um, Mad Max Fury Road. Like you just felt you were seeing something special, and nothing like it had been done before. But times that by a billion, and that's what it was like seeing Batman. I mean, there was nothing like it. There, dude, not just the movie, the the music in the movie, the marketing campaign. Like there, there was there had been nothing like it, and it was just. Uh, it, I'll, I'll tell you something. People forget now. That classic Batman poster with just all it is is a black square with the gold bat symbol in the middle Uh people like didn't know what it was when they first saw it like the best description i ever heard was somebody thought it was like looking down somebody's throat like it like so you would see people walking up to it or you'd see people staring at it like that's how weird it was and new and different um but yeah it was uh it was magical and my father who fell asleep in like everything did not fall asleep. Oh, nice. So even he was hyped. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, uh, that's something I wish I could have experienced, but I know I never will. So I have to live through it with other people. 
<laughs> yeah. So that's a great description. So Scott, do you have anything else before we wrap it up with Mr. Brian? Well, Joe, it is a dream of most people to make your own show. What what is it like? It must be fantastic. Uh, I mean, the the greatest experience uh, of my entire career. Um, the Netflix. I mean, they really. The thing about Netflix is they're super picky about who they get in business with. But once you're in business with them, they trust you. So they really trusted us to make the show the way I thought it should be. But at the same time, um, they gave great notes. The original cut of Star Wars uh, was over two hours long. And um, no, I, I don't care how big a fan you are of Star Wars you would have not liked a two-hour <laughs> version of that episode. And they uh, they were great. They were absolutely great. Are, are you guys familiar uh, with Zlix by any chance? Uh, is that a app? No. <laughs> no <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that is the best answer I've ever received <laughs> to that question. Um, Zlix uh, was a character from the Star Wars droids cartoon that... Oh. Um, has or Kenner had made the mold, but the show was canceled, so they decided not to make the figure. There was a Brazilian company called, and I always pronounce it wrong, like Glasslight. The way it's spelled, it looks like it's Glasslight, but that's not how you say it. So they bought the molds and sold about two thousand of the figures in Brazil before they stopped making it. That figure is the most expensive figure there is of production figures. And other than the Boba Fett, the rocket firing one, it's the most expensive Star Wars figure, pretty much. Is but he blue? He, no, he's like a kind of greenish, greenish oh, blue. Okay. Yeah, greenish okay. blue. Yeah. We had, I believe, a six-minute segment on Zlicks. <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget our executive, um, I... I I used to say his name, but then I stopped because I, I, I learned people start calling people trying to sell shows when I use the name. But uh, yeah, don't get in trouble. Our, our executive very kindly said, um, hey, man, if you ever want to make more than one season of the show, you probably don't want to have an, uh, a six minute section on Glicks. Uh, and that uh, that that is literally become the the rule of thumb for not just the toys that made us, but for every show we produce. You know, we're always like, oh, I like this, but that's a flicks. Let's cut it out. So that that's what it's been like working. That's what it's been like making the show. They really let us do what we wanted to do. And the guidance they gave us was fantastic. Yeah, it must be nice to have full directive freedom too, creative freedom. It, it was um, it was wonderful. Well, speaking of time and cutting stuff out, we, we, we are humbled and honored that you gave us that amount of time that you gave us. And we know that you're a busy man, so we want to make sure we don't take up too much of your time. But thank you again for, for that interview. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully uh, sometime in the future, maybe close to season three or after, we'll get to talk to you again. But, Scott, do you have anything, last parting words? Yeah, well, thank you so much for your time and, and keep up the good work with the show. I absolutely love it. and I truly mean that. I can't wait for the next season. Uh, thank you guys. And as cheesy and cliched as it may sound, uh, truly, uh, the honor was mine. Well, we're going to try to make sure that you get a season four because we need I to love see some that. Batman. 
Oh, and I will tease this. I will tell you this. We do have a major surprise uh, that's going to be announced uh, probably within the next six weeks. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Major surprise, guys. All right. Let's make season four happen for Toys That Made Us. That is, again, Mr. Brian Volk-Weiss. He's killing it with that show, and we want to make sure it keeps going. So this is DC Figures and Collectibles. We do what you do, too. We are old men playing with toys, and we love it. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening. We appreciate all your support for making this show what it is and for it to continue to grow. Uh, join us next week as we have some Mattel designers and also a guest from Australia. So, uh, yeah, tune in next week, and goodbye. <laughs>